To be able to write great copy for the Internet, you need to be able to understand the difference between an active voice and a passive one. A passive force psychologically subdues the audience and does not prompt them to take action. After all, writing for the Internet requires that the person who is reading your work take some form of action. If they're reading a book, the best action they can take is to get up and act out whatever the book is advising them to do. If you're writing copy for an advertising promotion and you're trying to sell something, then the action is that you want to get them to buy your product. Whatever it is that you are trying to write is supposed to elicit a response from the reader. If that is your intention, then the voice that you use to do that must be in the active stance, rather than in the passive. The Passive Voice The passive voice is the opposite of the active, where the reader actually gains the upper hand in the writer-reader relationship. When you write in the passive voice, he stands above you. When you write in the active voice, you stand above him. So, the question then becomes, what is an active voice and what is a passive voice? There's one very simple rule of thumb that you can use. Before you get to know that, let me tell you the simple structure of every sentence. In the English language, you have words that are classified differently. Some are subjects, some are verbs, and some are objects. There are other classifications, but they're not important to what we're discussing right now, so we're not going to cover all of that. For now, what you need to understand is the difference between a subject, verb, and an object. Subject, verb, and object. The subject is the thing that is doing the act. The verb is the act. Then, the object is the thing that is being acted upon. It's very simple to think about. If you have a sentence that says, Jack climbed up the stairs, Jack, who is doing the climbing, is the subject. The climbing is the action, and thus it is the verb, and the object is the flight of stairs, because he's acting on those stairs. Now, that is the typical sequence the English language works with. Subject, verb, object. The active voice. When you want to write in the active voice, you want to be able to place your verb as early in the sentence as possible. If you put the verb at the end, that makes it passive. If you put the verb in the beginning, that makes it active. So, for instance, if we look back at that example of Jack climbed up the stairs, if we instead turned it around and wrote, up the stairs did Jack climb, it turns poetic, but it's not an active sentence. It's very passive because, as you can see, the verb climb comes at the end of the sentence. On the other hand, if you can manage to put the verb in the middle of the sentence and keep it grammatically correct in the earlier form, then the original sentence is as active as you can get. Jack climbed up the stairs. So the first part is that you must understand when it comes to making great copy for the internet is to remember that your thrust forward is to get the person reading it to act on what you write. If that person does not act, your copy is useless. How that person acts depends on the situation. If you want the person to click on something, it's a different thing. If you want the person to buy something, it's something else. If you want the person to stop throwing trash in the wrong receptacles, you say it differently. If it's a public service message, then it's different again. All these have different ways of writing, but all of them require that you use an active voice because you want that person to take an active position, and you need to have active control over his psychology. Another reason you use active voice in writing is that it reduces the ambiguity of the subject. Sometimes passive sentences require the inclusion of commas in inappropriate places, and while you mean to be poetic, it may be nice to read, but it does not, however, deliver a clear and precise communication.
There's a lot that can be misinterpreted between what you mean and what they understand. So, stick to the active voice, no matter what you do. Here's an additional example that you would want to consider. Here's the first passive sentence. It is believed by the teacher that a limit must be placed on the number of students who are to attend. Conversely, we can say that in the active voice. The teacher believes that the school must place a limit on the number of attendees. One of the things you can do if you're not too comfortable with trying to categorize words between subjects, verbs, and objects is to look for certain words in the text that may give you a clue whether the sentence is active or passive. If you happen to see the word by in the phrase by the men, by the car, by the ladder, or something along those lines, then you can assume that the sentence is passive. As long as you see that there is a by there, then there's a very good chance that that sentence is a passive sentence. The clause does not in any way help to make a sentence active, so if you see that, restructure your sentence.